Hi, this is AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. This is Season 8, Episode 4. We'll be discussing Soulmates, The Atlantic Candy Company, Beam, Angels and Tomboys, and so much more. Don't go away. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> I love this music. Yes. <laughs> it gets me so excited for the show. It does. It's very scary, though, yes. and ominous, too. Ominous. Yes, well, ominous. I think it is if you are one of the people, the entrepreneurs, about uh, to start pitching. Or if you were Cameron who got eaten by a shark. <laughs> Apparently. So you guys might be wondering, where is Cameron Lewis? He is not here with us tonight. He's sorry not to be here. But we will be holding down the fort. You'll also see a new face at our table who will be joining us. But to start with, I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. That Zoe Said What. And sitting to my left. Yeah, whatever you do, don't call her Chloe. And if you saw the video footage this week of the shark that actually broke through the cage, did you see that? There's no. a shark that broke through a cage, cage diving, and there was a diver still in there. Uh, that was Cameron. So I think we're, we're hoping he's well. Uh, no, that didn't really happen. But it, it did. The shit, it actually did go in. But uh, I'm Chris Howard. You can reach me at Chris Howard Live on. Twitter and Instagram, and over to our lovely new uh, co-host. Yes, yes. And just don't call me Candace, call me Constance. I'm not just a panelist. I am a fan of these crazy guys here. Constance Dunn, you can reach me at Instagram, Constance Dunn, Twitter, and Constance Dunn as well. Yay! Well, kicking this episode off, I'm so excited about this first product mm-hmm. product because I am pretty sure I've actually seen it in the store before. So it's called Soulmates. Really? Mm-hmm. The two who are pitching it were Monica and Becca. They were asking for 500000 in exchange for 10% of the company. And these were basically pieces that you could put on the bottom of women's high-heeled shoes so that you don't sink into the grass. Mm. Now, Chris, did you feel like you couldn't get behind this product just because you're a guy? Yeah, the, I mean, no. Whenever I wear high heels, like, I do get stuck in the grass. No, I know I know that there's a need for this because I know women's shoes get stuck mm-hmm. in cracks and crevices and wherever mm-hmm. they, they can. I'm just curious because uh, one of the sharks had mentioned at one point that, and I think it was Lori, that a lot of women will just wear flats and that type of thing, mm-hmm. but uh, how often do women wear the uh, high spikes like that, those types of spike heels? Is that something that's really common where you wear them uh, all the time? Yeah, or? I live in them. And I, I was just at their pitch. I was going, yes, yes, because I would buy those yesterday. Yeah. Because I cannot tell you, especially as someone, I went to USC, which is a lot of cobblestones. Cobblestones are pretty, but you will be swearing under your breath because I would run onto campus running late, of course, with my high heels, and I'd be just, it would look hilarious because the spikes would be in the cobblestones, and I'd be going, so I thought this was a great idea. I think grass is difficult, yeah. And I loved that they had shoes for everyone to try, including the guys. That was cool. I would have I would have tried them on in a heartbeat. You know, the uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show is coming up pretty soon. Here it is for Halloween, and uh, I used to I played Doctor Frankenfurter in that at one point. So I got pretty good at walking in the spiky shoes. I swear to God. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah I'm not bad. I'm not bad. Okay. <laughs> so I got pretty good at walking in the spiky shoes, and it's quite fun. Uh, you know, but I guess when you're a woman, you have to do it. So uh, you don't have to, have to, but it's part of what goes along with it. So I definitely saw the need for the product. Mm -hmm. The the more they started talking about it, it was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. there's going to be women that want these. My big question was, what do they look like? Because if they... if they affect the look, right. um, I can't imagine people using them if they really affected the look. Uh, so I don't know what y'all thought about that. I mean, I thought they 
did a little bit. If you have a really expensive pair of shoes, mm-hmm. do you really want to cover them up? But on the flip side, mm-hmm. do you really want to sink into the grass? I don't know. Right. right. See, that's the thing. I loved the idea until I saw them on the shoe. Yeah. Because particularly if very high end spikes, it's they're like sculptures. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot that puts is put into the profile. I mean, they're really exquisite. That's part of the beautiful. Yeah, exactly. they're exquisitely. And it breaks yeah. the line. I thought with right. the black ones, you know, the black on black mm-hmm. shoe, it's okay. But then you start getting into the clear ones, mm-hmm. and I thought that that was the the drawback. Right, the clear on the mm-hmm. beige looked weird for yeah. me, but the the black on black looked like yeah, you know what that that could really work. Um, but I, I do get what you're saying because they are, you know, I, I'm a I'm a connoisseur of women's shoes. Mm. I like women's shoes, so uh, <laughs> and you know, a nice I do. Last week you wanted to be an expert on bathing suits. Bathing suits. This I week you want to be an expert, expert on women's <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I just feel like you're Constance. Now I have another woman here, and you're trying to like steal our thunder. <laughs> I'm not trying to steal your thunder. I'm saying I like. I, I, uh, I know a beautiful woman. It's huge. It's huge. My, no, I can't do Donald Trump. I tried. I tried. Was um, that what that was? It was going to be, but I couldn't do the accent. So, are, you, are you a keen observer of shoes? Thank you. Thank okay. you. That's what that I'm trying to say. Okay, yeah. so you, you observe and appreciate that. I observe. Where, what else are you going to look at? You know? like, no, I, I, I thought that I, I know that a woman isn't going to want it if it really uh, takes away from the look that much. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you're shopping for shoes. To accentuate your uh, your look, mm-hmm. and um, and and I know it's a problem too, and I, more of a problem than Lori made out because she was making out like it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, I was really right. surprised. I mean, Lori went out immediately. She said it's not a big enough problem. Then yeah. after that, Mark said that they didn't add up. He didn't trust them. It seems like you know what's funny? They were slick. Mm-hmm. They were Goldman Sachs gals. They were yeah. smart, and their pitch was smooth. They really they had it down. But there was a bit of a problem because they didn't. Their profit was only thirty thousand dollars, and yeah. their sales—they had done a lot of sales. Oh, and when right. he asked yeah, 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 yeah. them, and I know it's edited, but they, he asked him, "Well, where did the rest of the it money was go?" Six hundred grand, yeah, roughly, right? Yeah, right. And the where did and they were like, "Well, you know, websites, right. graphic designers," and he's like, "Yes, yeah, Sayonara." And I thought I caught that they also paid themselves a lot. Did you guys catch that? 80, I wasn't. 80 right, okay. Each. Yeah. So I felt like that's a lot of money considering they're For a startup. startup, you know, right. usually maybe exactly. you know maybe I mean people pay themselves fifty, sixty typically. I think in uh-huh. a startup just to keep it really lean. Um, yeah. I mean, it totally depends. If you were coming from a lifestyle that needed to be supported, like if they came from Goldman Sachs, depending on what type right. of position they had. Yeah. If their lifestyle was already built up to right. the necessity of yeah. eighty grand, it wouldn't be a travesty that they paid themselves eighty grand. Right. And it could be Manhattan gals too. So eighty, eighty grand. Right. There's like what far. thirty in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. But still, yeah. I feel like they need to get behind their product and I not see. take the profits, especially mm-hmm. when they're asking for five hundred thousand. Yeah. But they did get an offer. Robert offered them mm-hmm. the five hundred thousand, but for twenty five percent. And then Kevin also went in. He offered them. 100,000 for 10%, but then the additional 400 as a loan. Right. Right, um, right. But then they did counter and they asked Robert if he'd go to 20 and they wound up with a deal with Robert. So And Robert pointed out too that uh what Kevin was offering was ludicrous would be really stupid for right. them and he was 100% right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he did stand up for them in that case to be encumbered with $400,000 worth of debt right. would just do a business owner in a small and business. And try to owner. service yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And I imagine there's something to be said for when you're trying to service that amount of debt it also adds a certain like psychic pressure oh, as an entrepreneur. Sure. Yeah. It suddenly yeah. becomes not fun if you're laboring under that amount of stress. So. Yeah, 
really not fun. <laughs> yeah, really, really Anybody not fun. that's CNO right. that's got that kind of yeah. debt that they're... Exactly. Uh, yeah. And they had raised, though, just under a $1 million from their friends, even. So they already had a lot that they needed to pay back. And maybe that's where some of their profit went, if they started to pay people back. Um, I, I don't... Yeah. I kind of doubt it, just because of the way that they phrased it. You know, it's like, they were like, yeah. well, you know, it's like... Um, you know, they probably would have been because they they knew their numbers up until that point, And then mm-hmm. it just seemed like a big pit mm-hmm. at the, you know, at what right. was left. Right. It yeah. was just 1. weird. Point one million dollars in sales. And it's interesting that you said something about trust. Did you say he didn't like them? Is that what that's you said? That's what Mark said. He said it didn't add up for it them. Didn't, he didn't seem to trust them. Right. And that's what I got the same vibe. And then when you're saying the same thing, they were really smooth and slick until right. up to that point. Yeah. Where'd you get the money from? Uh... Is that what you're doing? Yeah, it was like, well, where did it all go? And the, uh, Yeah, where did it you go? Know, right. Where did you raise it? There's yeah. so many different things that a business can spend money on. You know, maybe they should have had a breakdown. I don't know. I probably, If you're going into the Shark Tank, you probably want to have all your numbers you know, done <laughs> yeah. and say, here, we yeah. spent money on this, 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 and this. And if we had extra money, here's how we spend it. And this is where we'd wind up with a larger profit. Yeah. 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 yeah just See, I love tips and tricks, man. Tips and I tricks. Love them. There you go. I'm going to take notes. Before we move on to the next product, I know it's your first time with us, Constance. Yeah. So we do like a buy or sell, in or out. Yeah. So are you in or out for soulmates? Would you invest? I wouldn't, oddly enough. I was so jazzed organically about the concept, about the premise, and I thought that there was a, you know, a market there. But that little situation, it seemed a little. The p- problematic with the spending, with the spending at this juncture. Oh, hmm. okay. Yep. Um, you know, I think I, I I like them, and I think there is a market, and I I probably say in on this, but I want a larger percentage because uh, they were they they were really holding out for the smaller. And mm-hmm. the other shark said that too. They said, "Oh, you should have held out for thirty. Mm-hmm. I think you should have held out for thirty. If it was five hundred k for thirty percent, mm-hmm. I think okay. I'd say in." Yeah, I think I'm with you. I think I'm in. But I feel like there has to be a lot that's tweaked in this, right. that they're not making quite enough. But I think also because I feel like I've seen these in the store, and maybe I'm imagining it, that that <laughs> makes me want to be in even more. Although, admittedly, I didn't buy them. And they were smart. Yeah. You know what I mean? They clearly, and they were invested emotionally and in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. So, right. yeah. yeah. Okay, well, two wins, one out. I'm just a cheap <laughs> SOB. There so you there go. you go. It takes a lot to That's get me to go. Perfect board. addition to our <laughs> <Yeah>. panel. Exactly. <laughs> you guys throwing money everywhere. Yeah, well, it's, uh, obviously, it's money that's not real. If Speak it was, for yourself, Chris <laughs> Howard Live. Chris Howard Live. Okay, right. Chloe. <laughs> It's an inside joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chris Zoe, has been so calling well. me Chloe since like he started with the panel. Two last seasons season. I've been calling her Chloe. Yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. Zoe, just so everybody knows. So our next product up was the Atlanta Candy Company. Jared was there. He was asking for one million dollars for ten percent. And so, I know. <laughs> and so inflation. Basically, what this company is is that his father, his family owns a candy company, a chocolate company, and he's coming in particular because they have a patent for a specific type of chocolate that's legal in other countries. It's not legal mm. here except Kinder for eggs, with this right? Kinder, specific Did I say that right? Kinder eggs? Yes, that's what, they, that's what the eggs. other ones are called. Have you called. seen these? I haven't seen them. So this product is basically if you open up the chocolate, you can hide toys or anything inside, basically. Mm. It's sort of like a Cracker Jack box but made of chocolate. Right. Mm. So would you eat this? 
I've uh, have you seen these in stores? Yes. Now remember, his patent was what made it different because it's not only right. in the U.S. Right. But the chocolates don't touch. I got really right. into that. Detail. It's basically that's, around plastic. Yeah, that's the word. It's around, around. container. Yeah. Yes. Right. And then inside, there's two chocolate halves, but the toy is in the middle, and the chocolates never touch. Because it's kind of like in the, the old "I Love touches. Lucy" show yeah. where they would sleep in the bed together. They had to hang one leg on either <laughs> side so you knew that they weren't touching in the yeah. bed. So that's yes. That's, <laughs> there you go. Write that down. That's a tip. Yeah. Tip. No, but, <laughs> But uh, I, I used to see these all over the place in Australia and in London. So, yeah, they are in other uh, – they're in stores and other markets and stuff. And people like them. They buy them a lot. Wow. Um, I wouldn't – it did nothing for me. But they had them right – like they were right mm-hmm. at the uh, the register when you went to go check out. They, they had these candies everywhere. Mm-hmm. So they must have been moving. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, uh, I, I, I was never a fan of it. So I just don't like the – I don't like the – it doesn't do anything for me. Okay, so it's not, it's not <laughs> like a birthday to... every time you open right. one. Yeah, he said it's like you a birthday every time you open it. Is that a little bit over over the top? <laughs> See, I thought it looked like fun. I haven't kids seen these Kinder these. Egg, yeah, just... which would be the yeah. number one competitor to these. Okay, because so... Kinder Egg didn't, is not made by this company. It's this not? isn't where the pageant is. This is the competition. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm looking the sucker up. That's what I yeah. got. They, they were talking about that's the one that's all over Europe. Right. And oh. so... This is the U.S. one. Right. Really? And they have, yeah. their product has been licensed in Europe, but not for Kinder Egg. That's the number one. So this is, okay, so that's there. the number one competitor. So yeah. these aren't even Kinder Eggs. No. Oh, no. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same as Kinder Egg. Yeah, shit. I think it seems neat. <laughs> I mean, I loved Cracker Jack when I was little, and still once in a while I'll get a box because mm-hmm. it's fun to see what's inside. The only thing I didn't get is, is the plastic always in there so that the pieces don't touch? Or was that just part of the display yeah. they showed us? Because I thought the plastic was always there. Oh, let me think. Which is why the chocolate doesn't touch, which is why There was like a little, legal. there was a ridge around it, right? And so the whole thing was to get around the U.S. law that mm-hmm. you couldn't right. have anything embedded in chocolate. Right. right. And that was because in... Right. embedded. Yeah. And that was because in, I think it was 1939, they put metal things in chocolate bars and people and were breaking teeth. were teen, choking on them. Which yeah. makes sense. They were breaking teeth on metal toys. Right. But I think that this is just chocolate around plastic. And the plastic stays. That's what I understood. Did you understand it differently? That's interesting because you uh, you could be right about that, right? Because mm-hmm. so the chocolate covers the plastic thing. You eat yeah. the chocolate yeah. off, then you open up the yeah. plastic thing. And which, if that's what it is, it's a little anticlimactic. Yeah, so. it's totally anticlimactic. It's yeah. like it's yeah. a toy and chocolate. Yeah, but that's like, it's a gum and candy, right? Like Razzles. <laughs> yeah, or, I like Razzles, though. Razzles are better. Or a Blow Pop or a Tootsie Pop. You get right? like a bonus. Yeah. Right. How am I the only one who's really into this? Blow Pops are pretty good. Yes. Yes, you're right. <laughs> and who's going to buy it? It's probably adults for kids. Right. I'd buy it yesterday. Yes. Right? Because you're thinking you're getting like Do you a have kids? for No. No. But you just no. get something fun for a little kid if I had to buy for a yourself. gift. For yourself. Oh, or that. See, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's you thinking. Yeah. But Fantasy Stats Guru is in the chat with Thank us God. again. Thank you. And Fantasy Stats says that he thinks the toys are never worth the, worth the cost of the candy, but he has seen them in Germany and Europe. They're big around Christmas. Never. So the big question is, would you buy them here in the U.S.? Because it's sounds like I'm the only one well, out of the three of us here. The, the toys in Cracker Jacks are pretty good, though. Like, like, they have the little, they're almost, like, if I remember correctly, they had, like, the little pads that you could lift and you write things on. Yes. I mean, it's really cool shit, right? It's like, but <laughs> I don't know what are in these eggs. I think in the eggs, they put little figurines. And no, little, anything. Anything can yeah, go. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is the toys always were not that great in these little eggs. I That's think I may fantasy. have, yeah, yeah. Fantasy stats, I'm with you. Yeah. And 
yeah, I'm trying. I don't want to research because I, I have yet to master the art of connecting with the audience and simultaneously researching. Um, but I am curious if this. I thought this was Kinder Eggs. I thought this was the company that owned Kinder Eggs. Um, I'd love if somebody could tell me the definitive answer on uh, whether it's just a competitor. I think it was the competitor. Yeah, and they're contract manufacturers, so they actually manufacture these for other people. I remember there was the big issue with the patent. So they, yeah. the, the, the the sharks really liked the idea. There was just logistical issues, right? With the patent. That's right, because it runs out in, in two, two years. years. So they only have a year, year and a half before they have those orders and have also, right. which is yeah. ridiculous. And if and yeah. if in fact, see, I still think they might be Kinder Eggs, but if in fact, <laughs> I do, I do. Fantasy stats will tell us. Yes, fantasy yes. stats. Will <laughs> But if they're not Kinder Eggs, then Kinder Eggs are going to come in and kick their ass in two years. Well, that's that's yeah. What which saying. they yeah. said that other competition could come in anyway, right. but the Kinder Eggs would be the yeah. the legit competition yeah. to come yeah. in and do it. You and know? they already um, know what to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got it. And you da- have that little plastic <laughs> line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're ready to pounce. And yeah. Damon talked about them not really having the retail experience because again, yeah. contract manufacturers are not used to mm-hmm. doing retail, which is a totally different animal. Yeah, and they don't have that network, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. So. I yeah. liked Jared. I felt bad for oh, him, man. He seemed like a nice and oh, and he was young, and he kept blowing the pitch, right? Oh, he kept yeah. so stalling nervous. and the nerves in the way. I, you know, I was happy that the sharks kind of said, "Hey, yeah. you're doing yeah. great. Yeah. You're doing great. Very Keep sweet. going." They were, yeah, they were good yeah. coaches uh, for that. Yeah, place. because sometimes they're not, and they right. were they were gentle with him, and I liked that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Mark Mark is pretty good on that. He's like, mm-hmm. "Come on, you're doing great." Like yeah. he has a little bit of humanity in him, not right. like Kevin. Uh, I still we love like Kevin. Too. I, know Kevin. I know I like Kevin too. <laughs> I feel like there's someone nice under there, and it's business. Somebody mm-hmm. last week said that Mr. Wonderful's not looking so wonderful. It was your friend. Wait, I have a friend. Wally like Amos. Oh, oh, famous Amos. Right. Famous Amos contacted your her. Your bro. That's right. Were you going to save that for an intermission gonna, or something? Did I, I blow save it? Save the big news. I stole your thunder. So I did hear from Wally Amos of Famous Amos, who we saw last week on this show, and he is supposedly sending us some cookies. So of course yes. we will have them when they do arrive. And but in answer to the question, at least of last week as right. well, of did he lose the rights to his name? The answer is he said yes, he did. Mm. He's in a battle right now to try and get the rights back. Yeah, so and I got that because I had in my own yeah. company I had mm-hmm. almost lost the rights to my name because yeah. my name was trademarked and we had it in a separate holding entity in mm-hmm. a separate company, and there could have been they could have come after, but they've done too much nasty stuff to uh, dare to come after me about that. So. Um, the, I didn't lose the rights to my name, yeah. thank God. Uh, but I understand that, and that's mm. tough for uh, Wally Amos. So if you're watching Wally, um, God bless you. And I, you know, mm. the, the Cookie Kahuna. What's it? I studied with a Kahuna, with a Hawaiian Kahuna, which is uh, the magic medicine men inside the the Hawaiian tribes. Really? Yeah, I studied I ancient Hawaiian Huna. Huna is a, the spiritual system of the Hawaiians, and I studied with a Kahuna out there, uh-huh. and he looked just like Wally Amos. Um, I see, yeah, I see, he was uh, wearing the same kind of garb and the colors and stuff like that. So, uh, Wally, we're, we're kindred spirits here. Yeah. Send us some cookies. Send He's a neat, cookies. neat guy. I love yeah. that. Team well, Wally over here. Yeah, sorry, Definitely. Yeah. And before we enter out, the only other thing that I had noticed that I wanted to mention is, did it stand out to you guys when Jared called the Sharks boys and girls? Because it was at the very beginning of his Aww. pitch, and I thought, hey, boys and girls. that's a misstep. That how, just made how me feel was uncomfortable. He? How old was he? It doesn't matter how old he was. No, I, thought I know, it was but he was just a young mistake. kid, but it, it is weird that he'd say, hey, yeah. boys and girls. Yeah, maybe it was a nervous thing, you know, maybe. Yeah, probably his nerves are in the way. And, and it sounded like he had practiced it over and over again. And yeah. over, okay, Aww. I'm going to say, hey, boys and girls, because I'm selling candy. 
Eh, he was probably was trying to enter into yeah. that. That was part of his pitch. Aww. And you know what? This does underscore the idea that entrepreneurs must be so many uh, things at once and including mm-hmm. this pitch, which is really kind yes. of an entertainment background type of thing. Like it involves some kind of training on the art of the, delivering the pitch. The art of the pitch. The art of the pitch. Yeah, no, it's true. It's, yeah. it's a whole presentation to, to it. How do you deliver the information, the order and right. all that stuff. And to have that ease yeah. that, you know, you more mm-hmm. seasoned entrepreneurs tend yeah. to have. And I think if you're an entrepreneur anyway, that's part of it. You have to sell your product. This is part of it, whether or not you're on TV in front of millions of people. You're constantly raising money. You're either selling to raise the money or you're raising money to, they say that's Mm -hmm. the key job of the CEO is is to make sure that there's enough funds for your business. Yeah. (laughs) Business. Yeah. People are the rock stars of today, huh? Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, well, okay, finally, finally now. Finally. Before we're in or out. Because yeah. <laughs> I know I just said that. Fantasy Stats has an answer. He says, no, it is not Kinder Eggs. It is a competitor. Similar to the old school Wonder Balls, but those had a different type of candy, and I don't know what a Wonder, Wonder Ball is. Balls. Dude, Thank you, Fantasy Stats. <laughs> Thank, Thank you Wonder for balls. that info. For looking at Wonder yes. Balls. Now you'll have to tell us what Wonder Balls Yeah, yeah. word of the day for sure. Right <laughs> okay, there. so Constance, yeah. are you in or out? I'm out, only just because of the like logistical boring issues that have to do with rush to market and them yeah. not being so, you know so involved in the retail aspect. Mm-hmm. So. You know, Candace teaches branding at uh, UCSB. <laughs> she does. Candace, it's Constance. Constance, <laughs> teaches Shit. branding. She said, "Don't call me Candace. Okay. I call her Chloe." I thought that's why I wasn't sure. Are you doing it as a joke or do you mean it? And I paused and I was like, "I'm pretty sure you." It was mean a it. joke, no, because of the candy, Candace. Okay, anyway, no, yes, it was. Uh, no, it's just my age, I guess. No, it is. Everybody does it, and I think it's okay. cute. And the best one ever was when I was sitting in a beautiful restaurant in Santa Monica with a guy I had been dating for a while, and he goes, "Can I touch?" Yeah, you could touch. <laughs> Candace. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was dying. Did you say yes? I was like, my face got all red, and I was just like, I mean, I was like in my 20s, so I was all like sad, but I just realized that. Did you say yes or no? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Were you in or out? (laughs) I was out. I was out. Like, the night was, it was like, Um, water was dumped on the night. uh, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, it's cool. It's cool. Okay, Constance teaches at UCSB. Is that it? Yes, I do. Teaches branding. That's kind of cool. We had some. Oh, yeah. uh, so somebody had to be the brains here on the panel of us, you know. But, um, oh, insult yourself. Oh, yeah, speak for yourself. Yeah. No, you're so interesting and smart. It's thank what I watch you, every thank darn you, week. Thank you, thank um, you. I'm totally out on this. And, uh, I, you know, even if they were Kinder Eggs, I was still out. <laughs> and I'm out as well. And just like Constance, it's purely because of the timing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fun concept. I would buy one. I would play with it. Like, <laughs> don't need to get it for anyone else. I think it looks like fun, but the timing is just right. very poor. Yeah, and but I give kudos to uh, to Jared for going out there and mm-hmm. raising Like, his dad yeah. was back managing the plant. Yeah. Yep. He came out here to raise mm-hmm. the capital if, if he could. And way to go, because it's yeah. one of many pitches that he'll be doing in the future. So. Yeah. Right. And That's as, right. as contract manufacturers, when mm-hmm. that patent does come up, and let's just say your your homeboys, Kinder Egg, come in and get the market, maybe oh they'll be the contract manufacturers for, for and Maybe they'll be making right. more money, right. less stress, less risk. Maybe mm-hmm. this is a blessing in disguise. That is a very good way to look at it. She's all over it. She so says, true. I like tips. And, yeah. <laughs> so, right. coming up next, we have Beam, spelled B-I-E-M, Aww. but pronounced Beam Doug was here. He wanted five hundred thousand for five percent. The percentages are getting lower and lower this episode. <laughs> it's basically a spray butter. Mm. That's the long and the short of what this product is. Now, did either of you get 
the difference between because there must have been the big differentiator between just regular spray butter and sticking an actual butter cube in this machine. I had the same thought. I feel like this exists. And I think it's that it's the, I can't believe it's not butter. It's some off-brand. This right. one is just not chemical. So it's not a real butter. Right. right. I think the... that's the only difference is that this is actual butter. And actual butter can't be, I guess, like softened that way. Which is why right. you need this machine, which softens it. But it seemed kind of, I don't get how it works. You put it in this tube, and he said it only make, like softens as much as you need. How does it know how much you need? Did Maybe you, it okay. has special powers. <laughs> Stick it in the special power tube. <laughs> like, I didn't understand how it would know. I'd pay 150 for that. I think it retails yeah. for 143 or something. Is that what like it was? That. So think, 137. Yeah. Wait, but it was a dollar thirty-seven, not a hundred and thirty-seven. No, not retail, for the machine. Um, to make the machine a dollar? No, 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 no. I no, thought no. he says that the cost was a dollar thirty-seven, and it cost him forty-three cents. Because oh, he said specifically $0.43. Cents. $43, I think. I think. No, he it, said cents. Oh, oh, okay, sure. Okay, then wow. Uh, no, 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 no. Yes, Hold yes, on. yes. Um, let's see. On the store shelves, it's $1.37. It costs him $0.43. Cents. No, because remember, it was made of uh, stainless steel, and she said, could you make it cheaper? Yeah. And he said that if, uh, and it's all, it's not our fault, it's Cam's fault. But um, <laughs> it's all Cam's fault. I wrote down the cost was one, th- and I think the confusion is that he said one thirty-seven, which I thought was ambiguous. But then he followed up by it cost him forty-three. No, cents. you couldn't make a product in stainless steel like that for that that small. Uh, you awesome. know what, Fantasy Stats Guru. <laughs> Fantasy Stat says Chris should be a construction worker for how many holes he digs himself in. <laughs> That's really good. I, no, I'm just asking for help. <laughs> Can you check those prices for us? Because that's not possible. You could not construct for how many holes I dig myself into. It wasn't stainless steel, though. But they, said, they were saying they could make one. They could make like one that was cheaper. One. Like no, that was the high end one. No, oh, they were saying they could do a high end stainless steel. We're one. soon going to find out. Yes, fantasy stats. We definitely. Need but to in that. the meantime, I think it's a great idea, and I think it really is part of that the whole ep- Epicurean wave. Because yeah. you're not going to use it's not butter or whatever. Because I think it's the, the, the perception. Chemical. Perhaps right. not the reality is yes, alleged that the yes. perception is alleged, alleged <laughs> to perhaps not have a, you know, whole foods type of butter right. situation. Yeah. <laughs> I like the movement that, that I think that's how the yeah. butter warms inside the thing. Is holding, I touch it. <laughs> and it knows. <laughs> the only other thing I didn't get. So sometimes I make, you know, microwave popcorn at home. Right. And he said the issue is that it's soggy. Well, that's what I do. I take butter, I microwave it till it's liquid, mm-hmm. and then I pour it on. So how is well, this? Well, you do it the intelligent different? way. Wow. You don't put the butter on the popcorn. What solid? No, you wouldn't put it on solid. You know, well, I worked. At, <laughs> let, let me tell you though, this is a true story. I worked in a movie theater when I was young. Me too. Did you really? Yes. Wow, what did so you do? Lucky. What was your job? I worked in concessions and I worked in the box office. Me too, and I was also a projectionist. I did that for a short bit. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. That I feel is so like cool. everyone does the that in high school. Uh, yeah, no, it was the coolest power. job in high school because then you so just fun. got to watch all the movies, right? Yes. So, um, but to that point, did you guys have the butter that was like the butter turns to rubber if it sits for too long? What? Yes, the, like the butter stuff that they put on the on the popcorn in the movie theaters. If it sits for too long, it'll actually rubberize. Our butter didn't do that. You didn't leave it in the right conditions. Perhaps she worked at a superior <laughs> establishment <laughs> of cinematography. I'm you, man. This stuff turned to rubber. What theater chain did you work for? Uh, I'm not going to say that because then I'm going to get sued <laughs> or something. You you're think that's great. Yeah. Allegedly. I'll be allegedly. Oh. The alleged butter that turned to rubber. Yeah. Fantasy stats. Oh. He's, I have been 
You uh, might have been vindicated. Vindicated, yes. Fantasy Stat says you are right. The price is over $120 retail online, so it's probably made for $43. Yeah. So thank maybe, you, Fantasy Stat. I, thank you. I must have heard sense because I didn't imagine that anyone would actually pay oh, over $100 really? for this just butter filled container. my hole. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. so you retired from construction to the, architecture. No, I'm back in now. the movie theaters okay. for a while. Yeah, the rubber with the rubber butter, theater. rubber <laughs> butters. My mind is blown. Who About would pay what? over 120 dollars for a butter warmer? That's the point. Dude, what? If it was a dollar forty, I'd have like twenty. I'd have a huge shopping cart filled with them. You'd, oh, for a dollar twenty? Yeah, shit. Yeah, would you? Everybody I, would get butter warmers for Christmas. I'd be selling it at the swap meet, man. <laughs> Who is paying? Money. People that are into Epicurean experiences. <laughs> <laughs> Even Sir Latab is not as expensive. What? Sir Latab, that's the high end. Butter? I thought it was very expensive. Is it, is it, is it, it is expensive, oh. but I'm saying oh, I can't even imagine. It's oh, not pronounced it's Latab, It's, it's Okay, apparently everyone pronounces it differently. <laughs> well, however you want to pronounce it, the store is high-end and expensive, yeah. but I can't even imagine that they would sell I a butter warmer for saying. that much money, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And everything there is so expensive right, anyway, and I can't even imagine this butter warmer. Maybe they have like a, a little person in there that actually warms the butter for you. I mean, <laughs> with psychic butter, I mean, just butter. think you'd be like this, you just, with your microwavable popcorn... Forget having to do the other step. You would just go like this, and it would psychically know. You'd pick like, it up. No, because it has to warm up. You said up psychic first a couple of times, but I just hand. don't get the connection with butter. <laughs> because the butter doesn't know. He says that the butter worms the exact amount you need. How also, does there's the an actual know? intelligence to butter, right. is what we're saying. Well, he says when, I don't think so. when you pick up the beam. It knows how much warm, creamy, liquidious butter to, to pour all over your Because stuff. of the psychic nature of the butter. But this person likes it rich. Of, of the <laughs> All I can imagine is that what he actually means is when Sorry. you put it out of your hand, it stops warming butter. That's all I can imagine, which is how he says you don't overwarm. Oh, okay, that's it. That it's somehow the heat from your hand tells it to start working, okay. that you remove your hand, it stops. So oh, yes, he said it turns on when you pick it up. It's motion right. sensitive. Right. It's not psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I am the queen of hyperbole. Okay. Learn, so you learn this about me. <laughs> Fantasy Stat says to tell you, Chris, fill your own hole with that rubber butter. <laughs> fill my own hole with that rubber butter. Can we quote you on that? I think that's like the nicest thing anybody has said to us of... Our entire two fans. <laughs> oh, stop it. Thanks, uh, well, we had we had actually there were a lot of offers on this. Right. We had Damon who offered the five hundred thousand, but he wanted seventeen point five percent. Kevin offered five hundred thousand for fifteen percent. Lori offered six hundred for twenty percent, which made it a three million dollar valuation versus uh, what uh, Kevin and Damon had offered, which was the three point three million. And then Robert at 500 for 10%. And then they all started jockeying around again. And yeah. suddenly they all said they would match Kevin. Um, you know, they're all saying, well, we'll match up. It got else. a little combative, and didn't it? It like, did. Uh, yeah. So then Damon really got like, upset yeah. that he wasn't Damon wanted. was he the really one. He was like, offer he was annoyed. Yeah. He was annoyed. He's like, He's like are you going to say mm-hmm. anything to me? Yeah. Like, you know, basically. he was really, yeah. yeah, he was annoyed by it. Uh, so basically, it turned out that uh, he took the deal with Lori at 500000 for 14%. I think that was end. probably the wise choice because Lori has QVC, mm. which I could imagine the selling through QVC. No. I do not imagine on QVC people are going to pay over $120 for a butter warmer. You're still getting over the shock. Of yes, the, I'm yeah. in shock. You, where did you get $2? Like, I mean... <laughs> 
it'll, 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 it cost one thirty-seven. They said so. It didn't occur to me. He meant a hundred and thirty-seven. <laughs> it's a thousand and thirty-seven. That's what it really was. So he said one thirty-seven, and they did all talk about how expensive it was. And I thought that's not expensive. You, for can't butter. Even, you couldn't even buy the butter for that. <laughs> The, but, yeah. um, what, what the, uh, <laughs> so, so can I ask yeah. something? Because Doug's through here. Doug was a seasoned entrepreneur. He was the mm-hmm. guy behind yes. Guiltless Gourmet, which is if you ever were at like a hippie party and you so thought you, know you were going to get really nice uh, nacho <laughs> chips, tortilla chips, really uh-huh. wonderful, you know, and you'd get a Guiltless Gourmet and it's like, a, a, it was not as... Uh, Fun. It was guiltless gourmet. Did you? Ever, <laughs> it was not did you ever, I'm like worried yeah. about getting about insulting guilt, guiltless yeah, no, gourmet. No, 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 no. They were a great health alternative. So you know, you know the company very right? well. I know guiltless gourmet very well because I've been to many a party where you put your hand and you think it's going to be a good old tortilla chip, and it's a guiltless gourmet tortilla chip, <laughs> which is a different profile. Does it look different? It just it, tastes different. Yes, because it's uh, very healthy. Very healthy. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I get what you're yeah, saying. You, I get you, what you're laying down. You get what I'm laying down. Yeah. You're just different. So if, uh, yeah. 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 Okay. So it's, it's not a, oh, a big totally potato chip. It tastes like, like cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. These are not just so kidding, bad. Just kidding. These Gormies. still exist, and I have had these. He has not owned them for a long, long time, so what Doug is, is not involved. These Guiltless Gourmet. Yeah, he sold. He got I'm sold. I'm sure you've had these. Oh, like blue corn chips. Yeah. Okay. So it's not cardboard. It's like um, yeah, I've, they make I've seen lots those. of things. It looks like They're, so anyway. Origin right. was like so. He's a he's a seasoned yeah. business um, yes, person who's food. done a lot. Mm-hmm. So which says a lot about uh, you know his ability to to launch something yeah, and right. make it successful. Especially yes. uh, we know it's not two dollars. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I didn't see that there was this huge market for butter warmers, but mm. to to your point about the sur la table, mm-hmm. sur la table however sur you want table. to say it, sur la table. Um, I speak Japanese, not French. <laughs> <laughs> I only speak seven other languages, just not that one. Um, but the, I'm sure that there's places like that for for this product. Like mm-hmm. I was thinking Sharper Image and those types right. of stores because it yeah. seems so unique. Mm-hmm. But I, I my Maybe online sales. I, I don't but know. But like fifty dollars, forty nine ninety nine. I could see buying it as a gift at forty nine ninety nine. It's unique enough for yeah. someone who has all the kitchen. That's gadgets. why they wanted them to lower the cost. Yes, and to make a cheaper version. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh shoot! Oh shoot! Yeah. Five minutes. Oh, I know. We darn. we got a really okay. late start. We are running so, so late. Sorry about yeah, that. we're having so, way too much fun. Let's. <laughs> so in or out? Let's let's go around. I think um, we know where I am. <laughs> you know, I'm just not that passionate about it. I don't love it all that much, so I'm not going to go in. Okay. Constance? I would, because I think yeah. this guy can execute for yeah. sure. You okay. know? And that's why everyone started fighting him. You see when they turn the tables, instead of like begging for mm-hmm. money, they're like begging you to yes. give you money. And that's what happened quickly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. yeah I, I understand the logic for investing. but And I am so out. What is this product for over $120? <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Dollar, dollar, so, dollar, Angels and Tomboys. We have oh. Mallory Madison and Viara, whose name I might be butchering, so I hope not. They're asking for only 55000 for yeah. 20%. So basically it's a body care line for teens, uh, specifically the ages about 5 to 12, so preteens really, mm-hmm. uh, with body spray and lotion. And they mm-hmm. came out, they did a dance. How cute were they? Adorable. They were yeah, adorable. They were really, adorable. Yeah, really cute. But doesn't this exist? Like, isn't that what Bath and Body Works is? Price point and packaging. 
Yeah. Did you see both? Yeah. A just... $12 price point for that packaging. Now, she talked about it being vegan, gluten-free. I didn't, that, don't, that doesn't make that right. much it's, sense. Right. It's yeah. not yeah. reflected I, in the packaging, I didn't think. Mm-hmm. Do you know oh, what I you mean? Th- oh, reflected in the packaging. I didn't think it was okay. even really necessary because, okay. I mean, that's such a niche. I mean, it, they, it could be because uh, mm-hmm. you're marketing to all kids or, you know, you want the kids to be turned on to it, mm-hmm. not to that market segment of the vegan I mean, it's a plus but I don't think that's the big selling point I don't know no yeah. I think that they were just uh, using that to indicate the higher market aspect of Got, it okay. that it's not just your usual chemical mix that you get right. those little sprays yeah. they're like 99 cents in CVS you could run and get two ninety nine. a pretty cute little I could get it right. from my little niece but yeah. like, yesterday but for 12 bucks eh. but that's what like Bath and be, Body yeah. Works is at least that's how I remember it from but Bath and Body Works is, you know, it's marketed to adults. And this is packaged, marketed to... It never used to, to be. Really? No, that's a teenage store. Think Don't of, the va- think of like, shampoos and stuff like that for the bathtub. They've got, like, Mickey Mouse ears on the bottles right. and stuff like that. I'm thinking those yeah, types Bath and of- Body Works is a teenage store. Really? Yeah. Now, With this all is the going and everything. 5 to yeah. 12. So this is going Slightly under, under. That, And it's really fun. And their branding was extraordinary, yeah. I thought. Right. It, it was really great, especially their tagline. Oh, yeah. All girls are created equally different. Yes, I love that, that was brilliant. Yeah. These little girls came up that with that. That was yes. really darn. And they were sassy as heck. And they're really yeah. a big part of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, but the price point in the packaging was really problematic for me. Because people can get away with, for instance, Sephora. Mm-hmm. We never thought 10 years ago that right. you would have an everyday woman going in and getting a $50 yeah. right. foundation. When in the past, you would go to drugstores and you would yeah. get a cover girl for $6.99. And now... It's mainstream that you'd go from six ninety nine to fifty dollars. That's extraordinary, right, isn't right, it? Yeah. yeah. Sephora created a whole category yes. that's now mainstreamed. Very true. Fascinating. And like Starbucks I get and it. Coffee. It makes sense why people would do that. Right. I mean, because I mean, your face is everything. Um, uh, but yeah. <laughs> no, it really is. I right. mean, it's like if you're going to be isn't wearing makeup, interesting, yeah. Though. And yeah. so, just in the interest of time, so oh, right. in the end, their smells they... were great. Watermelon funk. Loved Frozen it. hot chocolate and lemonade donuts. I know, I love cool that. that. It made me want to eat. They did wind up getting an offer from Damon, who was the only one. Yeah. He said that he's really struggling with it. Um, he felt like that it would need to be marketed in a big way. That was the real issue. But he said he'd do the deal with Marks. So in the right. end, they did 60000 for 33.3%, a third of the company. They did take the deal. Did you think that was a good deal? It was a great deal. Yeah. I it, thought it was for a the, great for the deal. family, yeah. especially the power behind yeah. those two together. They're yeah. going to be a success. Yeah. yeah. So, would you the, have been in or out? Um, you know, if it, just from a heart space, I, like I'd probably go in like they did. They weren't doing it because because it's going to be a lot of work for them, yeah. and they're carving out a new yeah. niche and a new mm-hmm. market. Uh, but I, I'd say yeah, and I think that's why mm-hmm. they did it. Yeah, yeah, I got the same sense that it was done from a more of a heart space. He, yeah. They really liked. They were charmed by yeah. that. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. I think that they were charmed. If I weren't going from a heart space, I would say I'm out. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I loved yeah. it, but I would be out absolutely. And so um, we've just got a really quick update before we wrap it up. And, of course, you guys, you can always find us on iTunes. You can find us on YouTube where you can rate us and leave reviews and talk to us. So the update was from Season 6. It was the Natural Grip. It was a weightlifting glove alternative. And they said that um, since Beyond the Tank, they'd increased sales staff and went from 178000 to $1.5 million. So It's nice. fantastic. We've seen a lot of real big wins with companies mm-hmm. that are doing this. So uh, yeah. it's neat. It it's is. Neat. 
It is, and one point five million is not a bad return. Nothing on to shake this investment. Yeah. It is. It's wonderful <laughs> to see people's dreams happen in this way. So it's one of yep. the things I love so much about this show. Yep. Well, again, and I bet we'll have another great episode next week. Presumably, Cam will be back with us. He won't be eaten by the shark. He won't be eaten yeah. by the shark. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. We were going to guess where Cam is tonight, but we're not going to. Yes. Do that for, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, Constance, where can everyone find you? You can find me at Instagram, Constance Dunn, and you can find me at Twitter at Constance Dunn. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Chris Howard Live. And I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. That's Zoe Said What. You can also find me on YouTube at Zoe Hewitt Hosting, where I do a weekly movie analysis show. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight for Shark Tank, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Thank you, Fantasy Stats Guru. Yes. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 